Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Gavin and Ruby Go to a Movie podcast. Oh yes. my goodness! It is the second episode in a in a in a row. Crazy! Thanks it's for coming crazy. back. Thank you for coming back. If you are coming back, or if you're new here, you know, and this you're just here for this is your first episode. Welcome, man. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be a great time. I hope. Um, last week, you can see it probably on our page, but we did Eight and a Half and Synecdoche, New York. And this week, this week we're doing Blood Simple and Megamind. Two, uh, yes. two very different Very different vibes. Yeah, two very yes. different vibes, <laughs> yeah. Now, I have with me, if you hear that, I don't know if you can hear that, if my mic's picking that up. But that is oh, a yeah, sweet... Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, is it? it uh-huh. That is a sweet sound of apple juice. Apple juice. I love apple juice. Yeah, dude. Apple juice. Okay. So I was getting in a debate with some of my friends. They were like, mm-hmm. orange juice is better than apple juice any day. No. What? No. No. And they were like, okay. Okay. Orange juice with pulp is worse than apple juice, but orange juice without pulp is better than apple juice. No, it's not. Absolutely not. By a orange wide juice is margin. Fine. But apple juice beats it by a long, long way. That's what I've been said. And here's, but here's the real topic I want to get into before we start these movies. Okay. Apple juice or lemonade? Oh, it depends on the situation. If I'm like really hot and like really thirsty, then lemonade. But if I'm just sitting around like lounging, than apple juice okay so what you're saying is that in most situations you would have apple juice because you're not always running around you know true being crazy so in most situations like let's say it's a little get a little gathering uh-huh would you have apple juice or lemonade probably apple juice i feel like lemonade is only good okay but I'm listen tired Listen, okay. I, I understand that point of view. And I, you know, I agree to you. I think apple juice just tastes better. But like, are you not afraid of people judging you? No. If they don't think apple juice is good, then they should leave. <laughs> True. No, but imagine it's like, yeah, I have a co- I have drinks for everyone. It's like midday, it's a little, it's a little summer July gathering, and everyone's sitting out on the porch. I don't have a huge porch. I'm just imagining. Mm-hmm. And you okay. bring out just the carton of apple juice instead not carton but a thing of apple juice instead of lemonade are you not afraid of being judged absolutely not because if i was in the other person in that situation if someone gave me a carton of apple juice i would think they're the most amazing person ever <laughs> i don't think there's anything embarrassing about apple juice i think that should be normalized normalized apple juice is that what we're saying yes you know, absolutely I, I can drink to that toast i have water but i'll drink to that too go drink to that oh let's go i don't know i hope my mic didn't pick up my gulping sounds i might have to edit that out because that's kind of please do for the sake of everyone yeah i will and one thing so actually we should get into this this uh, blood simple was playing at our local theater the terrace theater this is not sponsored but oh my god they do great work I love the Terrace. They right. should sponsor. They should sponsor. I would definitely us. promote. Maybe we should send a little email their way. We're mm. not very we're not very popular, but you know. At we some point. At some point. We will be. 
<laughs> Manifest right. it, yes. Okay, but anyways, Terrace Theater was showing uh, Blood Simple, the movie uh, for this episode. I, well, I saw it on their website, and I was like, I'll recommend this movie because I want to see it in theaters. Um, and we went to go see it, and this was actually the first time Gavin and Ruby went to a movie. They we, Yes. We, we went out of the house. In real life, went to a movie. Crazy. IRL, it's crazy. Oh, my God. And, you know, what do you think? Okay, so we had this discussion, or I talked to Ruby about this before the movie. But I was told last time I went to a movie, I went to go see Coraline with a couple friends. I was told that I had very loud breathing. Mm-hmm. Ruby, okay. when, when we were watching Blood Simple, did you notice that? I forgot to ask you this yesterday. Yes. Did you notice that I had very have had very loud breathing? I actually did not. And I'm extremely like something about people who breathe really loud. I know sometimes <laughs> you can't help it. It just <sighs> I think the most ferocious thing you did was start eating the ice out of the cup with your hands. <laughs> that was when that was when the line was crossed for me. What? Not the loud no, no, breathing. No no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, okay, listen. <laughs> we might Listen, have to cut this okay. episode a little short. No. No. no, 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 Listen, the terrace has some good ice, man. Mm-hmm. Some good ice. Okay, so do you think it's normal for me to, for me to pour some ice in my, into my mouth but not grab it like popcorn? That's what I thought it was at first, popcorn. And then I looked, <laughs> and you were grabbing out of your cup. It was a little bit startling. To say the least. Well, listen, I mean, come on, I gotta stay hydrated. Okay, whatever it takes. Also, I was just your popcorn hoarder <laughs> holder for about 75% you of the movie. You could have put it on the ground. I thought you were gonna have some, but you didn't. Crazy. No, because your hands were all up in it. I don't know, it's covered in germs. Oh my I'm God. I'm a little bit paranoid about that. I Okay, I understand. I'd be munching and crunching though on some popcorn. You were munching, crunching on popcorn and ice. Was I loud when I was crunching on the pop? I'm just quizzing you. I know. No, no. You weren't, like, distractingly loud. Okay. Good. I would rate your theater etiquette, like, a 9. Mm, 8.5 out of 10. Oh, screw you, man. <laughs> yeah. An 8 closer to a 9 than a 7. True. Wow. Okay. But anyways, we went to go see Blood Simple in the theater... It was the 4K restoration that they put on the Criterion Collection, which, if you don't know, the Criterion Collection is this little nifty little DVD company, and they, they produce DVDs and Blu-rays and stuff, and they do a lot of restorations of... I, I, I don't want to say older movies. They do do older movies, like, I mean, 50s, 40s, what have you. But they do do, like, more modern movies, 90s. And they do restorations of them, have a bunch of bonus features. Great little DVDs. I'd suggest you check them out if you can. This is not sponsored, by the way, but, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to put as You're many. You're everything out there. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to put as many brands out there to possibly collaborate <laughs> with. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then anyway, okay. we want to go see Blood Simple, which is directed by Joel Cohen who is one half of the Coen brothers. Uh, the Coen brothers are very famous directors. Uh, they're famous for 
directing and writing. Uh, Joel Cohen does the directing most of the time, but Joel and Ethan usually both work together. Um, Fargo, starring um, Francis McDormand, set in uh, North or South Dakota. I can't remember which one. I think it's South Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's a little crime drama. It's a great movie. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Which is a about the Odyssey. It's a retelling of the Odyssey in the South. Oh, okay, and, nice. And... Uh, our English teacher actually brought that up one time. That's how I feel. Really? Yeah. Um, and then third, probably the, their most popular movie. Actually, they have two pretty popular movies. The Big Lebowski with Jeff Bridges, mm-hmm. which is about bowling, <clears throat> but not really. Um, and then probably, I, I argue, their most popular movie, No Country for Old Men, um, 2007. Won a bunch of Oscars. Great movie. Not their best, though, in my opinion, which is always a controversial take. But anyways, this is their directorial debut. Joel Cohen's Joel and and Ethan Cohen's directorial debut, and it is a story about a guy who gets cheated on. And yes, hilarity ensues. <laughs> okay, what a summary. I mean, true though. Yeah, it gets a little crazy. He orders a hit it gets on a the. Little crazy. What would you would you, what would you call a guy the guy who was with the girl that cheated on the guy? Do you know what I'm talking about? What's his Ray? name? Ray. Ray. Yes. I don't know what his what would title you, would what, be. What, what would his I mean, title he's... be in this situation? The uh, I don't know. He's the other side of the cheater. He's the I don't side know. piece. Yes, exactly. Okay, so and he's right, Marty's employee. He's the bar owner's yes, employee. Marty. His name's Marty. Yeah, Marty. So I, I've been oh, saying Marty, guy, my but bad. his name's Marty, and he gets cheated on um, with his his employee. Um, is the his wife's side piece? I don't even know his wife's name. What's his wife's name? I think it's Abby, right? That does not ring a bit. I'm going to go into Letterboxd. That's maybe a criticism okay. about the movie. But let's get into it, eh? No, I just called him Monty. I don't remember Monty. anyone's name. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Marty. Sorry Marty. about that. Yeah, Marty, yeah. Ray. It's definitely Abby. It's either it Amy is Abby. Abby. I'm pretty sure it's Abby. It is mm, Abby. Okay. Always right. Got it. Yeah, but he hires a hitman to try and kill Ray. And stuff gets a little crazy. Let's just say that. But anyway, let's... Yeah. Let's get into our thoughts on this movie. Now, I've seen this movie before, probably 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. And actually, probably 2020 is the last time I rewatched it. And I, I was going through a binge of all of their movies. I didn't start there, but I decided I watched it, obviously. And when I first watched it, uh, it was definitely in. I, they've only made one bad movie, which is Intolerable Cruelty. That movie's bad. But the rest of their career has been filled with very good movies. But I'd say this is in the lower echelon of their filmography. And it still is on my rewatch. What did you think about it? I liked it. I don't have anything really to compare it to because this is my first movie of theirs that I'm seeing. But I thought it was... I see how there could be... Like, I wouldn't call this, like, a straight-up masterpiece. I see how there could be better things than it so i'll have to keep watching their stuff but i i enjoyed it i mean i was like thoroughly entertained 
I didn't find it like boring, you know, and I thought I was invested sure. in the plot. Well, mm, I don't hate this movie. I'm gonna say mm. that off bat. I'm, I'm, I have a lot of criticisms of it, but I, it's nothing that makes me like infuriated. There's a lot of great things about this movie, like the cinematography for your first. Who did this cinematography? Let me look it up. But for your first film to have that cinematography, there are some apps. Barry Sonnenfeld, he's yeah. great, great cinematographer. Um, Misery, uh, uh, Raising Arizona, which is another Coen Brothers movie. Yes, and yes, um, director of Men in Black, Benny, Barry Sonnenfeld, um, kind of a king. Uh, kind of a king. Okay. Kind yes. of a king. Yes, he's done. Uh, yeah, he's done other stuff. But for to have your first movie with all that great, some there's some excellent shots in here. Oh yeah, I noticed that while watching it. I thought the cinem- cinematography of it was really, really good. There's a lot of shots of feet in this movie, but not. <laughs> there did, are? You, did you notice that? I maybe this was just me. No, at the feet. maybe this is maybe this is hey, just you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but it wasn't in like a Quentin Tarantino way. There was a lot of shots of shoes. Uh-huh. Like there's that famous when? compilation of the the white Converse shoe in the bar. Oh, and when there's else? a lot of shots of following people's shoes, and I don't know what that means, but it's a it's definitely a visual motif, at least to me, maybe. No, she she throws her shoe at the light bulb. Yes, I remember that. Okay, I kind of see it. Do you see it? And there's a lot of shots. I, I remember there's one shot with a ratio, too, that okay. stuck in my brain. And the, and the cover, the poster of the movie has a uh, true that has shoes her in it. Heels on it. Yeah. Okay. And, and, I and see Ray's you. little shoe. So what do the shoe? Well what does in. the fox? No. What do the shoes <laughs> mean? Hmm. What do the shoes mean? Do you have an right. answer for that? No, I don't. I just think it's cool. Maybe it was just a cool thing. Because some people just do that, you know, for their movies. They just make cool things happen. Right. Yeah, I'd be interested. What do the shoes mean? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know either. When the shoe fits. Truth. <laughs> right? No, okay. Anyway. Yeah, this movie, it's a thriller. It's a mystery. But it's also kind of, it's really funny. The character of the assassin. Um, yes. Is, he was so funny. He was so funny. And there's a character like that in a lot of Coen Brothers movies. And I'd say okay. a lot of people like to make comparisons with this and other their other movies. I'd say the most similar thing about this and their other movies is that there's just a really weird funny scary guy yeah i love that character i need to, this is why i need to watch more coen brothers because i do he was so funny yeah there and there's a movie called barton fink that they did which is very good and there's a character just like that in that movie played by john goodman very funny um but yes very it's very tonally inconsistent movie in my opinion how so like I find that those comedic aspects with the 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 assassin guy just don't they don't blend well to the rest of the tone of the movie. 
and I, it all felt very uncertain about itself and very mm. uh, it didn't know its identity yet and i think that's that's fine for like their first movie they were just kind of experimenting and stuff but it, right. you really couldn't find an identity like it was trying to be a thriller anaconda i don't know i just couldn't stick with it yeah, I didn't see the humor as being, I didn't see it as trying to be a thriller and a comedy necessarily. Because really, okay, I did not. I thought it was purely a thriller with some, you know, humorous well, aspects, the, but not this, trying fully to be a comedy. There's moments in the second act, which is the best part of the movie, but hands down. Mm-hmm. Like the, the middle part, oh, we won't spoil it because that'll be in the spoiler section because it's such a great sequence. But there are a lot of... I think there are funny moments in the second act. If you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Just but like does, funny little situational. Yes. But also very but dark. Does, it also gets very dark. Mm-hmm. I don't think that necessarily has to make it trying to be a comedy, though. If it just has humor in it. I do think it's trying to be a comedy. Not a complete com- comedy, obviously. Second right. Second third act. But, you know. Um, mm-hmm. the But let's... Let's start with the first act. Okay. Which, I mean, I've been criticizing this movie so far, but the first act really is the biggest issue with this movie because it does not get me to care about any of these characters at all. True. Zero reason. Yeah, no, I was confused, but I understood the motives for trying to kill the wife and then Ray, but I just got confused. I don't know. Yes, there's there's just no establishment of these characters. It yeah, feel, they were just it feels there. like we're just we're just it just thrusts us in as like okay, believe their motives. Without, right, and I didn't. I didn't believe their motives. It just it felt kind of unclear. And I don't want to say this movie should be longer, but this movie should be longer. That's a stupid thing to say, but it should be maybe it should be a bit longer. Like I feel like a, some more character development and the very opening sure. would make a huge difference the second act of this movie feels like it's in a completely different movie because of how it uses these characters because the characters in the first act you have no idea what they're doing but the characters in the second act are defined and bring up so many metaphors about justice and questions about justice and human interaction they just aren't in the first and even third act of the movie, which I like the third act of this movie a lot, too. But we'll go over that. Yeah, I think I also just felt more attached to the characters as as it went on. Because in the first act, I just, I didn't really care about any of them. And I think I grew to care more about what they were doing as it went on. Not for me. It didn't... Really? It really didn't give me a reason, I feel like. I cared... Well, I cared more about Ray because of what happens in the second act. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. But, like, Abby, I never felt connected to her character at all. Really? I throughout did. Throughout the whole movie. The last bit, maybe? I yeah, think, I, yeah think she... I think... Go ahead. Sorry, yeah. The last bit, I think, was the most I felt connected to her. Because I see what yeah, you're oh, saying. Oh, yes. That that's what she I was didn't about to seem... say like entirely significant or like i don't know she wasn't totally 
I wasn't attached at the start, but I think definitely as it went on and especially in the very last scene, I was really, I felt attached for sure. Yeah, I did feel it. I think in the very first act, the, the performances are also bad, in my opinion. I don't think they're acting as good at all in the first act. I agree. And I love Frances McDormand to death. One of the best actresses working today. But I mm -hmm. just not believable. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I like the assassin guy in the first act. I like the assassin guy throughout. Yes, he was my favorite. He's my favorite character because they don't really explain him, but they don't they don't make you care about him to where it's yeah. like, oh, I need an explanation. It's just kind of he's this weird guy, which is cool. Exactly. And I like that. Yeah, I thought he was really interesting and consistently my favorite. Because at the in the first part, I was scared that I was not going to like the movie at all. Because all the characters just felt insignificant. But he was he was a shining star. He was a the entire movie. star. Yeah. Um. But upon rewatch, I I had the same feelings that I did when I first watched it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right now it's sitting. Um. I guess. I mean, what else can we really say about this movie? Uh, again, cinematography is great. Performances in the second and third act are great. The act, the action in the second and third act are great. I like the opening long take with the cars and the flashing lights oh, yeah, turning into really credits. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, even though I liked the mixing there, the sound mixing was a little poor. Yeah, and I was going to say, I liked the music for a lot of it. I won't, I guess I can say more about this in the spoiler section because I don't want to reveal the scenes. But I liked the kind of bar, like, sort of upbeat, not necessarily upbeat, but, you know, not like totally dreadful music that was yeah. in it a lot. Sure. And that, that little piano bit was good. You know that re yes. recurring piano leitmotif that they use? Yeah, that was good. Who did, who composed yeah. the movie? Carter Burwell, yeah. Carter Burwell did um did um No Country for Old Men, Fargo, and Big Lebowski. And a bunch of other fantastic he did a bunch he's done a bunch of the Cohen Brothers soundtracks and some Charlie mm -hmm. Kaufman movie soundtracks. Hey, which is from the last episode. From the last yes. episode. We will be doing more Charlie Kaufman. Good. Definitely, because he's one of my favorites. But I think yeah, the score was pr pretty good. Cinematography is excellent. Yes. Um, the use of the lighting is fantastic. It, th yeah, this movie's lighting is very distinct, and I like that. Yeah, it's pretty dark, which I like a lot. And it, Yeah, exactly, and it's distinct. And even the light shots feel, you know, in the house when the sun is beaming through. It, yes. it looks fantastic. It's very distinct. It's probably maybe... That and the cinematography are the most distinct things about this movie. I agree. And the rest is a bit of a blur, which is sad. But that's a, yeah. that's about it for right now for me. On the spoiler-free section. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, I don't have anything else non-spoiler. All right. Well, what do you give this movie? I would give this... I think I would give this like a seven yeah a seven out of ten what would you i would give it you know it's hard to say because i love the coen brothers so much and i do mm -hmm. think this movie is pretty good for especially 
you have to consider that it is also their first movie. And, right. But also, mm, I think I'm going to, I gave it a 7 out of 10 when I first watched it. I think I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 again. But it's definitely, okay. it's definitely closer to a 6 than an 8. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. All right, so that's probably going to, I mean, I mean what, we can't really say anything else. I think that's going to do it for the spoiler-free section. I would recommend yeah. going, actually, go to the Terrace and see this movie right now. I know we yes. just gave it. I, I, I just criticized it a, a lot. But I would did. say, I would but say go it's, see it anyways. Go see it at the Terrace. Support your little independent local theater. Not little. It's pretty big. Uh, your is, your local independent go. theater. Still go. Um, and I would recommend skipping ahead to Megamind. Really the main event. Yes, Honestly. star of the show. Um, yes. I have a feeling there might be a battle. I think there is going to be a battle about opinions on Megamind, but we'll see. We'll see. Oh, we'll see. So stay tuned. Right now, we're going to go into the spoilers. Once again, in the description of the this podcast, you probably won't be able to click on the time, but go ahead and skip to when Megamind starts. And Yes. Yes. Have see fun. you there. See you there. All right. So let's get into Blood Simple Spoilers. Um, because we've been mentioning this this glory this God given second act so much. Yes. Um, let's talk about the second act and why it is so fantastic. So basically, what happens is the assassin fakes pictures of um Ray and Abby being right. shot dead, and when things are getting a little fishy nah. um, <laughs> unintended do you get it because yes in the scene there's it. fish in the scene there's fish he tells them to go fishing which is also a yes. funny detail it's funny he's just it like is. You catching was... a fish and he's just being silly and it's great yeah that was like an alibi though right yeah like you're going fishing because you that's what you say to get out of the murder but anyways yeah. carry like on soul. anyways um <laughs> so when things start getting fishy the assassin shoots Marty in the chest. Yes. And leaves. Then guess who comes waltzing on in? No. Mm. Ray comes waltzing on in. And he sees Marty dead. And he. He. He's, he's kind of <laughs> stupid, actually. Like He is. He is really dumb. He, he takes off his jacket and he tries to clean the blood, but it doesn't work. Yeah, obviously, because it's a ton of blood. And yeah, it's simply, can only it's, kinda, so much. it's pretty simple. You could one could say it's blood simple. Yeah, it's um, full of puns today. I kind of am, but he tries to clean up, and he's like, "Okay, what am I gonna do? I don't like this guy anyway. I'm gonna bury him." He doesn't say this out loud. This it's a very silent portion. But what happens is, yeah, his other employee walks in, and he doesn't want to be framed with Marty's body because he he has suspicion to like that he's gonna kill him and they they're like feuding and everyone knows it so he takes him in his car and he's driving along the road and what happens what happens to where they need to pull over i forget i don't know i just know that he gets panicked i think he thinks he sees someone or sees some sort of movement and he freaks out and he pulls over yes and he and he immediately he pulls over and then, wait, where, where am I? 
he thinks he sees some movement. Yeah, this is a great part because it's mostly silent. Because the dialogue in this movie, I guess I didn't bring this up before, but the dialogue in this movie is a little so-so. I mean, it's not the best dialogue. Yeah, it's not like shockingly amazing. Yeah, there's some good moments in there. But basically what I'm trying to get to is he pulls over and Mm -hmm. Marty hops on out. And he's like hops on out. Hops on out. He doesn't hop on out. Doesn't he? he, Doesn't he he carry him out? He does carry him out. That's right. And he oh he tried this. He sees some movement. He pulls over and he tries to kill Marty. Right. He sees. He tries to hit him with the with a shovel. Right. Yes. Yeah. And Marty's crawling in the headlights, and it's an amazing shot. Absolutely gorgeous. But before he can do it, he looks in the distance and he sees a truck come by and we're like, Oh, what are you going to do? And that's when the suspense of the movie really starts to kick in. And when it really starts to become more of a thriller, you get the thrill. Unlike in the first act for like half the movie where you're just right. Lax and about watching them be boring. I don't know. I don't hate this movie. I'm going to say that again. I don't hate this movie. No, but, but I agree that the first it's lacking at the start. It really is. It gets later on. And then, but he manages to get uh, Marty back in the car and he goes and in the most gruesome, just violent scene ever, he buries him. Yes. In a field. He's pretty audible there. He's not talking, but he's yeah, definitely he's, there, there's some, there's strenuous some work. There's yes. Some, <clears throat> That's my impression. Yeah, exactly. And then he gets back in the car and it doesn't turn on. It doesn't go. But then it right. does. So all the tension is kind yes, of relieved. Yes, all is well. I, th- I think it would be fun if the car didn't move, though. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of hoping that it wouldn't. Because I, I was... feel like that would have been even more suspenseful. Exactly. It would have been even more suspenseful. But now there are stakes of Ray um getting found out for he did murder this guy now he killed him he buried him alive right. and um he comes back and everything takes a a sharp turn from the even the first act where marty was being all serious and now every, when everyone talks it just feels so dead and empty yeah. after seeing the depravity of what ray has gone through and it's just you bask in it because it's like, oh my god, this is so much better than the first half. Yes. Why could this no, just not real. be in the first half? This emptiness. Abby and Ray's relationship is completely failing. Right. She's, yeah. He says, yeah. He sorry, says, I so love you. Say, yeah. Something you didn't mention earlier is that he tries, I think, unless I misinterpreted this, he puts the gun he puts like Abby's gun in his coat pocket. I thought he was trying to make it. I thought he thought that Abby killed Marty. Mm-hmm. It did happen. So the relationship is dead. Right. He didn't know about this assassin guy, but everything is just in this, this tense, like what's going to happen next space. And everything's just hollow and empty. And the performances yeah. reflect that. They get better. 
And For then, sure. and then what happens? Every, everyone's all suspicious of each other. And then yeah. I think Ray finds out about the assassin. Ray, yeah. yeah. Yes. I and there's think, another character yeah, yeah. whose name I forget, but he works at the bar as well. And he, right. he's, he's, he's yeah, arguing yeah. with Ray and whatever. But, and in the climax, the assassin's like, oh God, I got to kill this Ray guy so my secret won't get out. Yes. And Ruby, why don't you, why don't you share your, describe the scene and share your thoughts on it? I've been talking for too long. Okay. In, like in the apartment? Yeah. Or, okay. So he, the assassin guy has a, what I presume is a rifle. And you can see into Ray's apartment where Ray is there. And then Abby joins him. Abby, that's her name. Yeah. Okay. Abby joins Abby, him. Yeah. And Abby turns on the light after Ray asks her not to. And that allows the assassin to see Ray and fatally shoot him. So he's dead. And then Abby's freaking out, obviously. And so she tries to this is the part where I get lost. How did he get in into the apartment? Because he's I guess he kind of just kind of walked waltzed over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, just casually walked over. And then he's going into the room. She escapes into the bathroom. And then oh, I'm trying to remember all the the sequence of events. He here. reaches his hand around. He reaches his hand around into the window of the bathroom that she's in, and I love this part. She kind of slayed this literally. Then she like closes the window on his hand and stabs Oof. his hand. And it's what a little a pain, Mickey, honestly, honestly, it's a little feminist moment for you. And and for real. oh, that's a great angle. I don't know how they where the hand is in the center of the frame. I don't know. I really yes. appreciate that. And all the blood is coming out. And it's a little Mickey Mouse glove, it looks like. And, and honestly, yeah, just, there's just blood gushing out of it. of him screaming. Yeah. But oh my God. It just gets brutal. He, he manages to get his hand, or he starts shooting through the wall. Right. And you see little light beams coming out from the other room. Yes, and until he manages to get all the way through the wall. Through the wall. He breaks down the wall with his other hand, which just is such a cool contrast to how funny he is in the rest of the movie. Right, because he's so serious and so violent. And also really strong to be able to punch through a wall to get his hand out. Yes, and Abby goes and hides in the bathroom again, and he walks through, unknifes his hand and takes it through. And he's yeah. walking towards Abby. And then he says he says a line. It was a great line. I remember I liked it a lot. Had to do something with the theme. But Abby shoots him. Yeah. And he's dead. Yes. And he's dead. And then that's when you find out that Abby says, she says something like, like, I'm not scared of you, Marty. She thinks that, unless I'm misinterpreting, yeah, so you yes. can tell me, but yes, she thinks that right. that was Marty. That. Yeah, she thinks she doesn't realize that that was the assassin. She thought that was Marty. And then he in in character, like this is true to his earlier self, starts like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so something's never change even when you're about to die. Right. Um and says something 
I don't remember exactly what, but that basically confirms that he's not Marty. Mm-hmm. And then it ends. Oh. I love that ending. I was, I was I, a big fan. That is such a good ending. But And that's why I love this movie. These second and third acts completely make this movie for me. Oh, like, yeah. Because that for, but I still feel like the first act does not give enough for me to really care. Yeah, it's just not the same compared to the other two acts. It doesn't have. Yeah. I did not feel it the way that I felt. Yeah, it feels like three movies. It feels like three movies. For sure. But I love that second act. And it's it's basically silent, that second act, when they're out on the road. There's groans. Which is really effective. It's really effective and it's dark. And you see those headlights and it's, it looks, oh, it looks just fantastic. Yeah. The second half is definitely what makes it worth watching. Like, that's why you should, you should still go see this movie. Because yes. Even if you're in the spoiler section and you haven't seen it. Oh, yeah, it. true. I forget we're in the spoiler section. Well, if you're listening anyways, like a rebel. You do. Yeah, <laughs> now now that you know what's going to happen anyways, at least see it so you can see the cinematography because it's yeah, really good. It's really good. It's a great time in the second half. But it does, even in the second half, I still feel like it drags a bit with this char- these characters. Really? I didn't think yeah. it dragged at all in the second half. I think it did. And the transitioning period between the second and third act, it dragged a bit. Okay, yeah, that's fair. In yeah. the transition bit, I would say I agree that it wasn't quite as strong. Yes, but the, the suspense gets turned up. It's great. There's a lot of great questions about justice thrown out there and like right when when how much pain does it take for violence to be justified right i think because i think, think, I think it, then it ties into the title because the title like blood yes that's, phrase, that's that what i was gonna say like crazed by violence and so i think that ties into that theme between the difference between how much violence can be justified yeah and it's really not that simple no it's not simple at all i don't know how that phrase came to be because it does not feel simple but it ties in well to the theme for sure right all right well that's that's about it for blood simple Again, yes go see it it's at the terrace right now playing at eight forty-five. it's a little late i know we're getting back into school Right, guys. Yeah. All right, school. Mm. Oh my god. Favorite place. Oh Favorite god. place. We should tell our English. I feel like our English teacher would like our podcast a lot. I feel like he would. Maybe, maybe he put maybe us on he, his gram. Oh my god. English, we're not gonna reveal his gram just because. Yeah. But oh my god, our our English teacher has an Instagram, and I love it so much. I love it. I was it's on it for great. the first time. Really? Not like for not for me. I think I, I saw you. One of the pictures. Yes. With Violet. It honestly feels so special. Yeah. No, it was with. Oh. It was with the true. the most recent one with uh. It was for Brooks. Sorry, I'm Uh-oh. sorry if I'm name dropping. We are name but dropping, but you don't know these people. You don't know these people because she got uh, well, like, you do essay but... of the week or, or like Hall of Fame or something. Yes, yes, and yes, I'm yes, in this. Yes. Picture. yeah I anyways love big fan of his instagram yes major fan <laughs> the football yeah. players post really gave me a good laugh yeah the one where they're in the stadium did you see that yes i did see that we'll talk it's too yeah, good yeah. but okay anyway sorry i'm getting off topic if you're but... listening english teacher we're not going to name drop you at least uh, yes hey thank you yeah <laughs> you keep 
you're keeping us fed with good content right right all right well on okay to, anyways yeah. it's main event time people we're gonna talk about 2010's dreamworks animated megamind timeless masterpiece Yes. Oh my goodness. Well, actually, Megamind is basically in the 2000s, there was a very distinct, distinct 2000 genre of superhero movies that's completely different from 2010s superhero movies. And that basically, and it basically kind of ruined superhero movies' uh, reputation. And Megamind, I felt, was just, it's such an important movie because it kind of steered superheroes to the way they are now, which is bad now. But in that time, it was good, but it it didn't. But whatever. I love this movie. Childhood favorite. I have a very, I'm just going to go on a little tangent. Oh, God. No one else is going to get. But I, I have a specific memory of going home from like elementary school one day. And I was thinking about my thoughts. And I was thinking of how thinking I can about see, your thoughts. Okay. I was thinking of how I can see images. You know how you can see images in your brain? Yeah. Well, whenever I think about that, I think about the back of the Megamind DVD cover. Because <laughs> that's what I had on me at the time. Okay. Because I used to bring my little portable DVD player everywhere. <laughs> you would just pull out your dvd player not in school but like on the way home from school it was like a 30 minute drive so i just watched megamind because it's such a good movie but i watched this movie all the time when i was a kid um and i also rewatched it two weeks ago that did you know that i think you mentioned that yeah i rewatched yeah, this I... movie two weeks ago and i just brought it up because i wanted to watch it again because oh my god it, what a great movie we're gonna have a lot of disagreement here. All this right. is my first time watching it, so maybe I just don't understand the art. Okay, because well, I haven't seen it. I as don't much, think but... you do. She hasn't th- shared her opinions on this, but we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Megamind is about an is it's about an alien whose planet dies, and he's a little baby, and he gets sent away, and another baby from a more human like planet who gets sent away because both of their planets are collapsing. And basically what happens is they get separated. They bounce off each other in their little escape pods. And the more human-like guy goes to this rich family. And Megamind goes into a jam. <laughs> he, goes into, he goes right into a prison, which is really funny. And then he gets raised by bad guys. And he competes with the more human-like guy. And they grow up to be the stereotypical good guy, superhero, Metro Man, who is like your right. Superman, played by Brad Pitt, who is Brad the best, Pitt, yes. the best Love working of actor. Love life. Love mm-hmm. of my life, truly. He is the best actor. Mm, best. He's in my top three best actors of all time. Because he can do yeah. anything. That man can do anything. He, any role he's in, he just needs to play himself, which he does in this movie. So... Metro Man, who's like Superman, and Megamind, who has a big mind. And he's he's like, he makes little gadgets and gizmos. And he also has a little fish in a bowl, but it's like a fish head. It's a big fish in a bowl. 
named yes, Minion. Minion. Who has a gorilla suit, who's the goat, played by David Cross from Arrested right. Development. But anyway, one day, th- I, this is a long summary, but one day, <laughs> Metro Man's having a big ceremony, and Megamind mm-hmm. come. He ki- he kidnaps the the stereotypical like, but not really stereotypical. The stereotypical. Mm, I say it's pretty stereotypical. Well, but then she breaks it. Mm, okay, mm. Well, I'm already starting to see a little crack in your argument. But anyways, yeah, okay. You have the quote unquote stereotypical like damsel in distress who is not in distress, and that's like a bit. Like he's like. There's crocodiles. It's played by Will Ferrell. I can't do a good Will Ferrell, but I I've seen that. Tra- I remember yeah. seeing that trailer so many times on DVDs when I was a kid. And, <laughs> this and is such they, a nostalgic they, movie for I'm, you. It, it really is. And I'm just gonna go through some random DVD memory, memories because I'm okay. a big DVD fan. Oh my god! You're I'm like so the annoying. only DVD fan. I don't remember the last time I like put a DVD in the shut DVD player and watched it. God, shut up, shut up. I know, anyways, I know, I know. You're on the DreamWorks, the screen. I am fuming. On the DreamWorks DVDs, you couldn't skip the previews before them, so I'd always have to watch that Megamind trailer. So I've always, <laughs> always said, Megamind, something, something, a master of all villainy. He'd always say that, and that stuck in my head. And that little scene when they're in the lair. Okay, anyways. Yes, no, I know uh, what you're talking about, yeah. But basically, he tricks Metro Man, and he kills him. And yes. he starts to rule the world, but he becomes unhappy when he starts ru- ruling the city, I mean. And right. that's the basically the synopsis for this movie. Uh, we will have a spoiler section for this, because, oh my god, if you have not seen Megamon, I cannot have you getting spoiled on this. But right. it's great. Um, in my opinion, I yeah, it's a great movie mm-hmm. for the time. The animation it holds up pretty well. Some of the cityscapes, when it gets closer, looks a little ugly. Um, but that's whatever. The performances are great. The writing is funny. There's this one line in there where Jonah Hill's character, who plays this reporter for Roxanne Ritchie, who is a damsel, quote unquote, right. and he he he's try the whole bit is that he he's trying to ask her out. And he's he's like, hey, I'm I'm gonna have a party at my house. There's gonna be a bouncy oh, yeah. castle. <laughs> and then she's like, no, 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 it's fine. And then he goes away. He goes behind the van and he goes, I'm stupid, stupid. Girls aren't in the bouncy castles. They're in the clowns. That was good. <laughs> that told, action did make me laugh. When I told you, I actually started dying laughing because I didn't remember that line. I started dying <laughs> laughing. It was what a funny movie. So many little funny bits in there. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's like. It feels like the end of like classic DreamWorks movies, because everything I don't know a single DreamWorks movie after that that is like on that level of funny. But I've been talking too hmm. long. I've been saying it's very okay. Ruby, I'm scared. <laughs> okay, I actually okay. I thought the part that you were just talking about was funny. Generally, I did not find this movie very funny. Oh, I was pretty straight faced the whole no. time. Also, Megamind is an idiot. He's so stupid. <laughs> yes, it's funny. No, but what is in his mind? I started mind? the episode not by a brain. saying, oh, low. Yes, okay. Whoa, because he's... He goes, Met- metrocity, which is so metrocity. funny. Metrocity. <laughs> it's so funny. He goes, that is so funny. 
It just maybe it's my nostalgia blinding just me, but it's not. What is hilarious about that? The, the atrocity, and he goes, Metrosity. he goes, shul. <laughs> okay, that was shul. That maybe cracked a slight grin, but so never funny. did I fully like cackle at this movie. I fully cackle like, at this movie. I think it's that's because you're you. Uh huh. Oh my god, go <laughs> on, go on, keep talking about it. No, okay, I did not find it very funny. I thought. Just the, I'm just, I think I'm a little bit biased because I hate the, like, bad guy turned good storyline. Like, in Despicable Me, when Gru is good for a little (laughs) bit, hate it. Hate it so much. That's the whole arc of the movie. Yeah, and I hate it. I think. Oh my God, that's a great movie. Oh, I love Despicable Me, but I hate in the second one and a little bit of the third one. Oh, we're not good. I'm sorry, I won't go too off topic. I understand. well, the second Generally, and third ones are terrible movies. But oh, yeah. The first one the is, first one's really actually, good. Yeah. No, the first one. I love the first one. But anyways. But Megamind is then, better than the Spider-Woman. <laughs> uh, same year. Okay, both released the same year. Can you see the difference in animation quality? Yeah, Despicable Me is better. No, it's, no, it's yes, not. Yes, I'm a Minions Despicable Me fan till I die. Bro, I shut love... up. Nobody likes No. Me. Oh Not my true. god. Me is so this is good. our first Are we fighting? Oh my god. Hold this on. This is our first big fight. Oh my this god. This is kind of historic. Okay, this is the first Gavin and Ruby go toe to toe. Dog to <laughs> dog. To dog oh to dog. Oh my god. The visual of that is horrifying. Right. <laughs> Anyways, toe. keep talking. Okay. I'm sorry. Anyways. I'm, I'm I'm pissed. I think the part that got to me the most was just how continuously stupid he was i can't give concrete examples because i don't want to spoil but i'll get into that in the spoiler oh, section God. he just continuously was so oh it's just this type of like frustrating well like, this is not a spoiler are but... you an idiot oh my what do you mean he's a goofball a goofball he's, he's supposed little... to be incredibly intelligent he's dumb yeah he's he has all that forehead and space and he he's can, still stupid. he can make things but he's not he the, the whole part of the movie, the whole thing, is that he's so intelligent about making things and, like, math. I mean, it's not really said, but math and stuff. But he lacks mm-hmm. intelligence and social skills. <laughs> but I think he lacks intelligence in all fields, not oh just socially. I'm kind, of a, I'm kind of a hater, to be oh honest. Yeah, this is messed up, man. Okay. Megamind. Well, okay. I'm not okay. Well, let me let me criticize Despicable Me really quickly. Then watch me. When okay, and this is this is showing how stupid your argument is. When Gru is trying to steal the shrink ray, look how stupid he acts. But he's good. He's not. No, he's he's not. not He's stupid. Did he get away with the shrink ray? No, he lost it because characters are. Megamind get away with anything he does. No, all his plans suck. No, but neither does Gru. Gru gets away with some things. He like at what? least he doesn't fail a hundred percent of the time. And at least also the sorry, this is already I'm getting into my argument for my review review. I can't get too far into this. Because now I'm kind of spoiling my I'm not talking further about this until review review. Cause this is this correlates oh my with my review. God. <laughs> you are 
Okay, what else do you not like about this movie? I'm feeling ferocious tonight. I'm feeling kind of What else crazy. do you not like about this movie? This movie's no. hilarious. That's that's all that I don't like. Okay, after all of this, I don't hate the entire movie. It's just aspects of it that I don't understand why people, maybe including yourself, love it so much. But I think there's so much better. It's such a good, it's just, I mean, it's a great arc. How? It just makes sense. It's just good. Or, like, I, I mean, it's just good. It's just well done. I don't know what to say. Like, mm. I mean, Megamon, he, he just, he can't find, like, he basically what happens in the movie. This doesn't happen in, I don't think, any other, like, oh, I'm trying to be good, but I'm bad movies. He tries to mm-hmm. make someone to make him bad. He tries to, he, he makes that loser guy who made the bouncy castle joke. He tries to right. make him um, a superhero. He injects him with some of Metro Man's DNA or whatever. And right. that fails. And he becomes crazy. And all the while he's trying to, he, he, he goes to the Metro Man statue that was built in the city. And he's like, oh, I'm so sad. I want to be bad. I'm going to blow this place up. And then Roxanne Ritchie, played by Tina Fey, is on the other side. And she's like, I miss you so much. Megamind sucks. And then he becomes the janitor. And then starts dating Roxanne. And it's great. And you see him grow and evolve as a person. How is he growing and evolving? He's becoming a good person. What do you mean? He's putting on a fake persona to impress Roxanne. He's not actually changing. Yes. No, he's changing with the fake persona. Did you not pick up on that? This is this is like character arc 101, Ruby. Okay, enlighten me then. What do you, I just did? He grows and evolves. How, How is he? He goes from being bad and wanting his whole life to be about him being bad to being just a nice guy. I don't know what to say, but he's also And that's what bugs me about it. Why does he just take a full 180? Because he's unsatisfied with his life. And he, Mm -hmm. because if he revealed himself as Megamon, do you think they would still have the same conversation, same same connection? No, that happens in the movie. He gets revealed as Megamon. And she's like, I hate you. Even Only though for a little bit, and then they're back. Then their bond is back. Yes, that wasn't because like they a have a common like... cause of stopping the greater evil. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. Normal. I didn't buy their uh, something about their dynamic. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. You're just a hater, man. Really... I am just a hater. I don't know. It's like deep within me. It's something about okay. But even after all of this, like I would, I would watch this again. I know I'm very passionately <laughs> it's being so a hater, funny, but like, though. I think I feel like I need to. Maybe once I've seen it as many times as you have, I'll be able to better grasp what people like about it so much. Because no, maybe, well, when I was like three years no. old and saw this in the theater, I was like, "This is the three years old thing I've ever seen." Three or four, yeah, 2010. Come on. Yeah. I was three and I was not watching Megamon. Well, I was I watching. I didn't even know Megamon. what I was doing when I was three. You I was watching him spin in that chair. <laughs> Specific okay, memory: part... being in the theater, watching him spin in that chair. You can remember things from when you were three. Yeah. 
You're better than me. I don't remember yeah. anything from when I was three. That's but crazy. I do know that I was not watching Mega Mind. I remember maybe I should have been. Maybe Toy that would have changed 3. my life trajectory. Oh, I love Toy Story. Yeah. But uh, sorry, I won't I won't get off track again. God. You're crazy <laughs> for this, man. <laughs> I no, just don't I'm know how to argue with this. you because you're just arguing against like basic plot structure. Maybe I am. Maybe that's my hot take. Basic plot structure. I'm not a fan. Be unconventional. Be wow. unconventional. But also, like, what do you mean? Toy Story 2 is conventional. Toy Story 2 is one of the greatest movies ever. I don't remember anything about Toy Story 2. You are I only so remember stupid. the first one. The Lego movie. The Lego <laughs> I movie. I love the Lego movie. Emmett is I an love idiot. the Lego movie so much. Emmett but is an idiot. But he pulled it off. He's not under the guise no, of trying no, to be literally. He's just an idiot. No, Megamind he's is lying. a fake no, 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 intelligent no, no, no. person. Emmett, no, no. same okay. arc as Megamind. He lies. He lies about being well, he doesn't lie about being special, but he like lies no. about his intelligence to wild style and stuff. And he almost he almost like destroys the universe. But because they've changed him as a person throughout the movie, they make him a better person. I feel like that's a difference and because he was never inherently true emotions. bad. He was never a yes, bad person to start with. Character arc. Not really, though, because Megamind starts off as a villain. Emma doesn't start off as a villain. Okay. He's just an I don't care, average Joe. Like... <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Same character arc. I don't care either. Oh, my buddy. Okay, <laughs> I think we need to. Okay, let me get some criticism about this movie. I don't okay, like. Yeah. Go ahead. In all these animated movies nowadays it's there's always a liar revealed plot line like mm-hmm. in zootopia where the lamb lady is revealed to be the villain which has got to be one of the stupidest like things ever yeah that was weird I and agree. like every new disney movie has to have a liar revealed and i don't like when megamind is revealed to roxanne and they break up yeah no i agree I mean, agree? obviously, I agree. Any any criticism you give, I'll most likely agree. Good, with. and then I don't like a lot of the the licensed music in the movie. Yeah. I, really, I, I actually like the soundtrack. What? I thought it was good. I, okay, I like the score. The score to the movie fan. is very good. I was just a fan of the score, but I didn't like the licensed music. At any movie with black and black and black in it, oh my god, the most just stereotypical thing ever. It's awful. Yeah stereotypical but it doesn't mean i don't like it shut up i understand what you're saying i, I liked when but i think i was just looking for something to like and i oh did like God, the soundtrack but i was a fan just look to the writing it's hilarious the writing was, that was my biggest thing is i think my two big things megamind is stupid <sighs> which is only effective is like half thing. the time and second one was the humor i just found only only funny like half of the time it was supposed to be wow you're an idiot. You just I just find understand. this movie no, painfully average. Wow. Leaning towards below average. Nuh-uh. Compared to other Wow. Okay. I like what I was gonna say. I love when they I like when they start doing Welcome of the Jungle and the big face of all the little brain bots that make yes, mind, and then he opens I love his that. The animation is great. The performances across the board, Tina Fey is great. I usually hate Tina Fey, but she's great. Will Farrell yeah. is great. Brad Pitt, with how little he's in this movie, he's great. And David Cross is the goat as a minion. And it's all the yeah. writing's great. 
It's all great. The action, the action scenes in this movie. Are you kidding me? Like what? Like give me a concrete example. Like the ending, the ending action scene, and whenever Titan is flying around, and that's the scene where he battles the robot. If you know what I'm talking about, when he battles, when the Titan robot? battles the robot. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That no, it I looks did. great, and the writing's funny. It's visually, clever. No, visually, it's great. I don't have any problems with the visual or visual action of it. My problems lie more within the writing. Well, let's get more into the writing in the spoiler section. I know we're doing a spoiler section for Megamind. What the heck? What, what the heck, man? It's Megamind. Yeah. But if you haven't seen Megamind already, go watch it. It's great. Do go watch it. After all of this that I've said, I would still wow. recommend it's watching so it. It's so funny. I don't know what I found find so funny. Maybe it is just nostalgia. I don't know what I find I think so it is. funny. I don't think it is. I, I, I do. I don't know what I find so funny about these these old animated movies. Like, not old, but like older. Like, Toy Story 2 is hilarious. I mean, mm-hmm. I but, No, I feel like I'm definitely... I just need to... I'll watch it again, and my opinions might change. Like, I feel like this is the type of thing I, that I'm going to passionately, like over the first time but then i'll watch again wow. and like, you know what? like what was i talking even talking about okay. but i'm sticking with my opinion for now that i thought i definitely wasn't like bad but i just wow. didn't think i thought it was average okay well i rated it an eight out of ten closer to a nine than a seven i rate it like a six a solid six i guess closer mm, i don't know what it's closer to just a straight up six God. all right <laughs> well Jeez, man! I guess we gotta get in the spoilers now. Okay. So, so where should we start with these Mega Man spoilers, man? I mean, okay. What? I just I feel like the the biggest spoiler in this movie is the twist with Metro Man, and that at the beginning he didn't really die, and he yes. faked his death, which is oh my god, it's so great. Really, I thought it was kind of. I didn't buy that he actually. Ooh, little rhyme here. Well, I didn't it, buy that he actually died. What you, did you? At the very beginning. Yeah. When Dude, he saw I was that three. skeleton. Well, true, but I mean, your more recent watches. I know. I know I mean, the well, plot you, of this movie. I know, but imagine, no. envision you were old. <laughs> imagine you hadn't seen it before. I thought I was like, "There's no way he actually died." I think it's implied because he's just like copper. My weakness. That's not a good Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt impression. No, it was pretty bad. Shut Sorry. up. Anyways, I listen <laughs> to his voice a lot. Actually, anyways, um. Oh yeah, that. No, no, no. But asleep. yeah, I actually that would be a good video. Honestly? Just him talking to his son's entry of life. Tree of life. Oh god. my god. When he's Sorry. a bad father. Anyways, but is he though? I, I always say that well, when I, I always say that when I bring up that movie. Every time I'm I like think it's all Brad Pitt plays an abusive father. And I say, is he though? Every single time. Anyways. That's a discussion movie, for a different day. Yeah, this is this is the spoiler section for Mega Mind, not true of life. Yes. Um Meg so yeah, he fakes his death. And he just starts thinking, he's, he freezes, or he's, he goes into super speed, reads a bunch of self-help books, and thinks about 
his situation and then he decides to go go relocate and live out his dreams as a as a musician music, music man yeah. which is so music fun. man and it's funny that was pretty good it's funny that was pretty good and he no, starts playing I, the song and i thought it was yeah, a nirvana it's... joke but i couldn't tell i thought he was gonna go into the comment as you are melody but oh, that's but I didn't, I didn't I, maybe i'm just up. stupid anyways um which is funny and then he's like oh well I, i'm not gonna help you guys and then roxanne and Megamind go off but it parallels Megamind's conflict with being a villain and how he's mm-hmm. getting bored of being a villain and how he needs to treat he needs to like care more about his his own personal emotion like emotions and attachments to others and then trying to be on top all the time like metro man and isn't that just beautiful how he just and that changes that changes him and makes him think even though you never see him think and you can you can parse that it makes him think and it changes his character to be like this guy that i've hated for so long is actually kind of like me okay and isn't that beautiful in a way that is so beautiful right and it blurs the lines between good and evil and it's a gray moment and then and then they get back yeah no that is a good moment i'm conflicting with myself but yes yes you're converting me a little bit but yes i would say that's a good moment Mm -hmm. it is a good moment and then the little the last action scene is so beautifully choreographed it's great it looks fantastic the dialogue is funny the plan is i the plan is fun with the watch he has this watch that he uses throughout the film where he can switch into different people's like and look like other people like he takes the janitor and he switches to be the janitor sometimes so he switches to be metro man i actually did not expect that one i thought that was for real you thought that was for real i thought that was for real well i got you i was surprised it did it did i will admit Mm -hmm. that would have gotten me 10 years ago and it still got me now yeah wow wow anyways it's great and it's a great ending they defeat titan which i love when he when he when he's using his laser beams it's supposed to be titan like a greek titan but when yeah it's it's like like riding it like titan like tightening like a shoelace that was funny that was funny it's it's a funny movie I didn't say that. I would. I wouldn't call it an entirely he, funny movie, but he, that part was funny. He writes Titans. I started laughing out loud again because, oh my god, isn't that just brilliant? And there's good, good emotional moments between Megamind and Roxanne. It's, I don't know. It's just very good. And I don't. I don't like when they danced a bad by Michael Jackson at the end. I thought that was a little weird. <laughs> yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> I mean, there's always like, I mean, Shrek has an ending dance party, but they just dance for like five seconds and then the movie ends. Yeah, it was, I felt a little cheated on in the ending. Like what just happened and then it was over. I had no time to think. But But anyways, good movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. I feel like I'm going to listen to this back. Actually, I probably won't listen to this back because I hate the sound of my own voice. I didn't finish the last episode of our last really? episode. But anyways, I no, I can't like 
listen. Anyways, I hate, I I'll hate probably my voice. regret everything have, that I said. You don't have a bad voice. My voice can get a little wearing. I feel like no, I don't. Think, I just I'm talking this wearing... condescending tone. I hate it. True, that is true. It's not like it's, it feels condescending to the. <laughs> I just said I hate the sound of my own voice. <laughs> And you're going, true, no. yeah, back. No, I said it's true that sometimes I'm scared of the way you sound because it's condescending. Okay. But I wouldn't say that that makes your voice bad sounding. You don't have a bad sounding voice. But I just, well, for my you. own, yes, of course, of course. For my own, I just can't listen. Anyways, this is not the point. The point is I'm probably going to regret everything that I said. Yeah, it's Because I'm feeling a little, I'm, I feel like I'm projecting a little bit because oh my, okay, you have I, a mega mind. Yes, <laughs> actually, this is what I'm getting to. I was thinking, in our, since we do this in 30 minute increments and in our little break time, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'm so passionately hate this. Well, I don't actually hate this. I'm so passionately critique this movie because I was once called mega mind in elementary school. And I feel like I might just, this might be a reflection of my own insecurities. So I was thinking, maybe I don't actually dislike this movie all that much, <laughs> but I just hate that it gave people a, <laughs> an insult for me, and that's why I'm hating on it. I feel mind. like that might actually be true. Hey, Ruby Bavaro, you the Mega Mind. Yeah, pretty much. People and then really you hate it you on the, my forehead. You come back with the little machine yeah. and you start throwing the dodgeballs. <laughs> <laughs> That was so mean. No, I probably just like cried. <laughs> I was so sensitive. Anyways, so, so... <laughs> I think that's the root of all my passionate critique is that I was just, I'm just insecure, guys. I just. What if I made my? my I have a. I take an animation class at school. What if I made the cover of this uh-huh. episode? There's one picture of Ruby where she's <laughs> looking up at the camera and she her or Ruby doesn't have a huge forehead. It's like. I really don't. You really just, don't. It's pretty normal size, but it's just, it's there. Like, you all, you, the way your hair is, it's just, it, like, indicates your forehead. I don't know. No, and that's I not a bad thing. I it in elementary school, because I would wear just a slick back ponytail every single day. It probably made my hairline recede, honestly. It looked so bad. It looks so bad. But now I've changed for the better, and I know how to mask that it doesn't look quite as obviously huge anymore because i was doing myself wrong by doing the ugliest ponytail every single oh my god i can't even think about this too much yeah i'm gonna cry again i'm definitely projecting hey but megamind in the movie grows and develops so maybe you can grow i can grow and develop too maybe you're not just the bad guy yeah where have you seen wreck it ralph Yes. Where on the scale from Wreck-It Ralph to Despicable Me would you say this falls? I think it's about on par with Wreck-It Ralph. Mm, I put a little lower than Wreck-It Ralph, but not significantly. But I liked Wreck-It Ralph. I love Wreck-It Ralph. I did. I and that movie, but that that movie did come two years after Mega Mind. True. So it's a little more advanced. No, I put Mega Mind a little below it, but not like. I think I actually would agree. Wreck It Ralph is a very well made movie. Wreck It Ralph, yeah, I remember. I yeah, do but have he's stupid that in that movie. 
see, this is what I mean. I'm projecting onto Megamind because of myself. You just are. Because okay. you're right. I do Anyways. like stupid characters. I just don't like Megamind. Anyways, that's my conclusion for my review of this. Yeah. Actually, we're, we're, this episode has been going on for pretty long. We're trying to make it a little bit shorter. So we're yeah, just going to do tried and we one, failed. one review review. If you're coming back, welcome to review review. Hey, we review back. reviews. Um, yes. And uh this episode like i was just saying it's getting a little it's these the last episode was like an hour and 40 minutes so we're trying to shorten this one a bit hopefully it's not going to be shorter it's though. not going to be we shorter kinda failed. but we're i think we're just going to do we're going to keep on the megamind train and we're just gonna we're just going to do a megamind review review because mine wasn't that interesting okay see and my megamind review review now it's kind of I kind of already unintentionally discussed it when we were talking about Despicable Me. Oh, okay. Well, let's talk. Okay. So, okay, then I guess I'll start. Mine's really short. It's from mm-hmm. it's on Letterbox. It's from Diamond Bolt, who says Megamind's minion is greater than like the little sign dumb banana minions, and that Ooh. really offended me. <laughs> that one I really took okay. that one personal. Let's talk about minion. Mo- Let's talk about movie sidekick mascots. I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't say. Win. Listen, I wouldn't say mm-hmm. Minion and Megamind is really a mascot character. I'd say Megamind is the big mascot because I thought Minion and Megamind was really insignificant. I feel like yeah, he did not it, really play a major role at all. Not really, but let me tell you, when I was three years old, when Minion left <laughs> Megamind, I was heartbroken. Um, really, I didn't care at all. Maybe. Wow, man! Because you're old. you're fifteen. Yeah, I wasn't quite as emotional. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, um, I just felt like he was. When just, you're talking about comedic no characters, they're two different. Yeah. I feel like they're two different kinds of comedy. Not to call Megamind intellectual comedy, but it's a different brand than <laughs> intellectual comedy. Intellectual okay. comedy. It's a different. I mean, anything's gonna seem intellectual, intellectual compared to Minions comedy. That's true because it's just kind of dumb slapstick. But it in is. the first movie, it works. Yeah. Very well. Um, but not in the other Despicable Me movies. Oh my god. No, Terrible. they definitely got worse as they went. Dude, the first one is off. by far the best. By far. God, wow. But I'm still Minions. I'm still I with the Minions even in the bad Despicable Me movies. Because I feel like in the bad Despicable Me ones, the problem is Gru and Lucy. I hate Lucy. God, but the minions wow. stay, like, the minions, they're, they never fail me. I love them. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. I'm getting, getting a little bit off topic here. Yeah, I think yeah, Minion yeah. in um, Megamind was disappointing. I thought he could, wow. he could be... Wow, you're going to insult the... What about the voice actor, David Cross? I love Sorry, Cross. He's Uncle. He's Uncle Ian. Ian and Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, wait, that actually does make me feel kind of bad then. Yeah, it's nothing against him. It's he's just, such I a think great Minion actor. Is a flat character. Yeah, he kind of is. Well, that's because his whole it's purpose. His whole purpose was to be a, his little minion. Right, but you can have a. You can be a minion and still have. And he's funny. Is he? Yeah, and is he funny? He's funny when he's when? talking. He's just talking. And like he, when? I'm like, I'm like, David Cross, you're a funny guy and you're charismatic. I don't know. He's just good. 
I would say, well, I don't, I don't think you can really compare that. I don't think they're on fair ground grounds to compare Minion and the Minions. They have the same name. I've no, them, no, that puts them on some sort of ground. No, um, Minion, the Minions' names are Bob Stewart's. And right, but same overarching. Kevin. I know and, the uh, names the Minions. I know. Name the some the other. Minions. Name some other Minions. Hmm? Go ahead. <laughs> That's what the significant ones. It's Bob, who, by well, the way, I'm. But there's Bob many more that you're forgetting about. There's many more individual souls who have uh, their own lives, and you're forgetting. Like about who? Them. Like who? I'm not gonna name them because <laughs> I'm not the because uh, I support. I'm I'm a minion mm. supporter. I'm a minion, period supporter. Okay. And you're just kind of you're kind of a loser, and you can't back up your arguments. I don't. I don't think. And I think this is the end of that discussion because I think I won. Uh, I so. would disagree. So. I think that... Mm, okay. Before we get too crazy. Actually, no, we kind of... I, mean, I, I, I did kind of get crazy. But when you're talking <laughs> about like wild. mascot characters, Megamind doesn't yeah. really have that. I guess the brain bots would be the equivalent of the minions. And they have a yeah. couple like little comedic bits, but they're not, they're not as utilized mm. as, the, as the minions. I like how there's one pink girl there's a one pink brain bot and that's supposed to be like a, the girl one i guess and wow. it's never brought it's about up a stereotype. No, but it's never brought pink. up but it's just there and i'm like it's funny <laughs> remember that there was a pink one there's a pink one a pink one well i just hmm. watched this movie like five seconds ago but anyway i just watched this movie like five hours ago but wow. i still don't remember it okay I'm, i have actually a really awful memory i forget everything but that's besides the point well that's gonna be about it for the for the episode i guess i mean yes we got a couple things that, that i want to discuss um we need we were talking about this when we went to see go see the movie yesterday we need a fan base name yes did you think do. about this i didn't think about this i thought and i came up with nothing really I it's hard it's a hard task let's so think we need now. your input Okay, you had Nash, but I feel like you can do so much better. Well, than I mean, that. no, Nash is like I was gonna. Well, I was just saying we were, we were gonna record a video for the Insta, but we ended up just taking a picture. Go follow the gram; yeah. it's in the Go description. Go follow the gram Go at the Gavin gram. and Ruby Podcast. Yes, Go we follow will, it up. Like Ruby needs, page. yeah, Ruby needs to be doing some more content on there. I don't know. Uh, you need to. You need maybe to I'll do a behind the scenes. I'll do a selfie. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay i, I feel like i do that. need to be more active on there you do we need to feed our our lovely lovely fans and but yes. what are our fans gonna be called i know we need a good oh my god i've got it that was really fast what i'm this is called improv um i'm actually in a invite okay. only improv trip <laughs> um <laughs> oh anyway <laughs> crazy <laughs> um anyways okay it, anyways Take Gavin, Ruby, and Movie and combine them together. What do you have? Groovy. Groovy. Oh, oh, oh dude, the Groovy Nash, the Groovies. But then it's like Groovy, like G R O O V Y. But that's good. It's like a Groovy. Is that good? Yes. Groovy. Yeah. Wh- I what if like it's that. Groovy with an I E? Okay. The Groovies, yo, Groovy Nash. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep saying Nash because I love saying Nash. What's up, Groovy? Nash. Okay. Groovy Nash. Groovy Nash. We're going worldwide. 
All right, Groovy Nice. Thanks for listening. Okay, yes, yeah, I'm a fan. But actually, before we before we uh, start, like before I start babbling about what you should do with the podcast, let's let's say our recommendations for next episode. Now, last time, Ruby was not prepared. Okay, because I misunderstood. But this time, I am prepared. Yeah, and I had to suggest Megamind, which I watched two weeks ago. So. But Ruby, what is your Ruby has the contemporary, the oh no, the old suggestion. Old, I have the old one. Right, and I had okay. the contemporary. You go first, Ruby. Okay, so mine. I recommended this movie to you back in. Are we doing Winter May? Light? No. Or uh, no, I uh, recommended Wild Strawberries. Shush! You uh, you spoiled it. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> this is the one movie I've recommended to you ever, and did you watch it? No. <laughs> I think mm-hmm. I started it. I think I'm 15 minutes in. I remember okay. see, like seeing a hearse or something. And then there was like a weird scene with like they were at he was like his he got cheated on in an incest mm. something. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, but anyways. It's kind of vile. And like I said, I have horrible memory, so I literally I have seen it and I don't remember it at all. I remember oh they're god. in a car and that's all I remember. Okay. So it's kind of new for both of us. But okay. anyways, that's mine. It's called for those who did not parse it out of our little dialogue there. Yes. Not, I, I'm not gonna do that again. I realized I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I realized I shouldn't be like, oh, I've got it. I know the answer. No, but um it's okay. It's, it's called okay. Winter you. Light. Winter no. Light. Yes. No. no, I keep saying winter <laughs> light because that's my favorite. Wild one. strawberries. Directed by Ingmar Bergman, who also directed Winter Light. Which is one of the it's best movies too. ever. Love Winter Light. Yes. Um, okay, Gavin. You're my right. suggestion mm-hmm. is from 2011. Mm-hmm. It is directed by... Ooh, I don't know where he's from. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. anyways. It's directed by Lars von Trier. Mm-hmm. And it's 2011, yes. It's called Melancholia. Ooh, okay. It has Kirsten Dunst in it, which you okay. you, got, you know Kirsten Dunst, right? That sounds familiar. I think I do. She's Mary Jane Watson. Do you mm. know who that is? <laughs> From Spider Man, two thousand two. Toby McGuire. I'm oh so God. sorry. She has not. She really has not seen any movies ever. I know it's really. I try to cover up the fact that I have seen nothing. I'm totally fake. I'm a fake, like, but I'm I'm gonna catch up. Don't worry. Yes, but this movie is it's a movie about a wedding and a planet that is going to destroy the Earth. Okay, fun. And it's directed by Lars von Trier, whose work I love. I've already seen this movie. I have not seen okay. uh, Wild Strawberries, but okay. You know what? That's gonna be next episode. Yes. And so stay tuned. These are both stay very tuned. artsy movies. You won't have any Mega Mind. No. Ground no we'll save that for a future. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but, anyways, that's it for this episode. We try to Wait, make it a bit I've shorter. One oh. thing. I have Go one ahead. last thing, Gavin. Yeah. I have a special request from someone you know very well. Her name is Ella, and she wanted me to tell you that I have never had Costco pizza. What are your thoughts on that? We have to end the podcast. <laughs> I know. If you don't already hate me enough after all my Mega Mind 
opinions. Movies. I don't think you're ever shut, gonna shut do up. an shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. No. Stop laughing. It's not. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, guys, Groovy Nage, if you enjoyed this podcast, Groovy Nage, Groovy Nage, if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you go out, you share it. Actually, share it with your family. I didn't swear on this episode. I think I might have sworn last episode. Yeah. But I didn't so swear share this with episode. everyone this time. Do yeah. actually really do. Like go up to your mom and say, Hey, my friends made this podcast. You should give it a listen. We're trying to grow our audience, man. And yes. just share it around. Give it five stars. I've seen a couple moms follow the Instagram and I appreciate all of them. Thank Ruth, you. Ruth, yes. Link is in the description once again. Uh, this is on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you wouldn't mind uh, following the podcast on Spotify and rating it five stars and rating it yeah. five stars on iTunes and dropping a little review, that yes, would be great. Please, please do that. We we, we really want to make this a, a bigger thing yes. than what it is right now. And yeah, I hope you do that if you enjoyed, obviously. If you didn't enjoy, maybe still do it, actually. Yeah, it's okay to be a little fake sometimes. Yeah, don't worry Ruby's about it. super fake for not liking Costco pizza. I didn't say I didn't like it. You've I never said had it. Ha- I haven't had it. You would probably hate okay. it because it's like Mega Mind. <laughs> I don't know. What? I don't know, man. <laughs> Anyways, that's about it for this episode. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for I listening. hope everyone doesn't hate me after my Mega Mind takes. Yeah. And, but if you God. do, it's okay. I might. I we might need to end this podcast. Period. I know. I feel like I can't come back on. <laughs> All <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't well, pull this up. But thank you, guys, you. Yep. See you guys See you in the next episode. Groovy Nash. Groovy Nash. Bye bye. Bye. Ruby, have you seriously not had Costco pizza? I have seriously have not seriously? had Costco pizza. I know. I've missed out on a major life experience. Lock your doors.